Ryan Hawkinsmith, you are on the Sports Collectibles beat for ESPN Daily, and that means that I have no idea where your stories generally begin. So where are we today? Well, this one began on March 19th in Sarasota, Florida. It was a Yankees-Orioles spring training game. Not exactly the Super Bowl, but it was the Super Bowl for a kid named Elijah Blankenberg. He was an 11-year-old boy. He went to that game for the first time trying to get autographs from his favorite players. And he is a incredibly shy kid. So when I say it was his Super Bowl, it was in many regards. His goal was to get autographs, but it also was an opportunity to just come out of his shell. And it's not an easy thing. And so that was the goal. For those of us who have not been to spring training for the New York Yankees, what is that scene like? How hectic is it? How kind of intimidating is it for a kid who might be, as you said, super, super shy? Well, getting autographs, it's a hockey scrum. And it is not a planned hockey scrum. It is absolute mayhem. A player pops out of the dugout, or he doesn't. You just don't know who's going to show up and when and for how long. There's nothing more heartbreaking than seeing a pack of 25 kids swarm to get an autograph from a baseball player. And then the player signs 11 and then goes and stretches in the outfield. Mm. So the stakes are incredible because you just don't know how long it's going to go. It's exciting, but it's also potentially heartbreaking. So amid all of this jostling, all of this chaos, why is this 11-year-old there in specific? What's making him try his hand at this lottery? Well, he really, really wanted DJ LeMayhew's autograph. Yes, DJ LeMayhew, the all-star utility man for the Yankees. High fly ball, deep right center. Going back, Hernandez, track, wall, tie game. See ya! A big home run for LeMayhew. I have a nickname in baseball and to DJ, and it's because of I can play everywhere like him. Wow. Yeah. It's his favorite player. He wanted his signature. But more than that, I mean, his parents went with him. They coached him up. I can't say he's shy enough. He is among the shyest people I've ever spoken to. And they picked out a perfect spot, and they cozied up with other autograph collectors. And it was an opportunity to see this little kid kind of go for it. How does this go in the scrum? Like, give us the physics of all of these people colliding. A player pops out, wanders over near the bleachers, and everybody runs and yells and tries to get their attention. And so the first thing that happened was he got Josh Donaldson's autograph, and he just sort of slid in there, lurked, and he got a Josh Donaldson. And that boosted his confidence a little bit. And sure enough, DJ LeMay, he wanders out. Elijah, did you have a moment where you were like, I want to yell his name, but I'm not going to. I, I, I can't. Yeah. He was like on the other side of the dugout, and I wanted to yell his name. But then these other people yelled it, and so. <laughs> but then he went over to the. Yeah. You got in there, too. Yeah. It's crazy. People are hands flying with cards and baseballs and hats and all sorts of stuff. The stakes were very high. Like, you don't know when he's just going to be done and walk away. And so Elijah had his hand extended, and he just, through all this mayhem of all these little arms, he feels his card disappear. 
He looks up and it's DJ LeMay who has the card in his hand and he signs it and he hands it back. And oh my gosh, his parents were so proud. He was proud of himself. So he gets his autograph. He goes back to his seat and his parents take a million pictures. And then he takes the card and he slides it back into a binder where he had about 50 different Oriole Yankee prize possessions. For a collector, the album, the binder, it is basically a trophy case. And so he had his trophy, he had his trophy case, and he put it on his lap and sat, got ready for the game. And his family, they had no idea, though, what was going to happen next. Well, a Venice boy and a huge baseball fan needs your help. He was at the Yankees-Orioles spring training game last weekend when he lost his most prized possession. Right, he's a baseball card collector, and he is heartbroken to have lost his entire binder of signed cards. Being 11 is hard. Really, really hard. You're no longer a little kid, but you're not quite a preteen, and you're kind of beginning to realize everything else that you may not be either. But if you were anything like me, a varyingly nervous 11-year-old, collecting sports cards can be a surprising refuge. It's a hobby that can be done alone, but is still fully immersive. And to get your favorite card signed by your favorite player in person at the ballpark where everything around you just feels overwhelmingly enormous, that can make you feel that much bigger too. So today, the story of an irreplaceable baseball treasure, the kind that you yourself may have slept with under your pillow once upon a time, and how it connected one 11-year-old to the world beyond. I'm Pablo Torre. It is Friday, June 17th. This is ESPN Daily. Delicious meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Trust me, I've been eating them like there's no tomorrow all week. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you, like me, are on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries, whatever it may be. Well, the good news is not only are Wonderful Pistachios a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snack game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. So Ryan Hawkinsmith, we return to your cabinet of curiosities on ESPN Daily, and we find inside this 11-year-old boy, Elijah Blankenberg. And what's Elijah's deal? He's a baseball player himself, I presume? Oh, man. Yeah, very sweet kid uh, and a great baseball player, 11 years old. So he plays in the 10 to 12 division, and he's a great player. What position do you play, and where do you bat in the order? Shortstop, I bat either like third, first, or second usually. Wow, you so you're legit, man. You're smashing it. <laughs> When I asked him what his batting average, he said six, and then he stopped and looked at his dad. I'm batting one of my bats. 776? Yeah. 
No, that's yeah, you got to kick you out of the league if you're batting 776. <laughs> Jesus. And so he he can hit. He yeah, he can hit. And they call him DJ after DJ LeMahieu. It's his favorite player, and it's because of his versatility. He can play almost anywhere. He's such a shy kid, and baseball really presents an opportunity to get out there and lay it on the line a little bit in front of people. His anxiety around being around people, it's pretty high. And so baseball just gives him such an opportunity to extend himself and push himself. He's also a collector, right? I mean, he's a baseball card collector. How long has he been at that? I got the sense he has a nice size collection. I think his start with cards wasn't from a profound desire to collect pictures of players on cardboard. I think it was to make friends and be able to talk to them and come out of his shell a little bit. The flip side to that is that it means a lot to him. It means a lot that he can sit there and swap cards and talk about statistics with his buddies. It's really kind of an adhesive to help him make friends. And so I don't know what his dollar value on his cards is. It's not that high, but it's actually priceless in other ways. And so this spring training game, this Yankee game in Florida and Sarasota, we know what happened pregame. He gets his DJ LeMahieu autograph, the Ark of the Covenant that he has been chasing. And then what happens? There was tremendous excitement about setting up shop again out near the player's parking lot. And then what happens? At the end of the game, your friend is like, we should go out to the parking lot and try to talk to players? Yeah. And, um... I got a couple autographs from other people. There were about 10 other kids. There was a railing separating the public from the players. It honestly sounded a little bit like the side of a parade with a barricade there and people coming past. Mm. So he nestled in, he found a spot. The whole time he has this binder, you know, this prized binder that he's going to yank cards in and out of. And just when it looked like some Yankees were wandering out, he reached down into his armpit, right where that binder had been, and he felt nothing but his own shirt. And he went up and down his body, checked his pockets again and again, over and over again. Nothing. His binder was gone. He and his parents, how do they react? Elijah freaked out. He yelled that his binder was gone. His parents freaked out. Everyone could identify with this idea of, I worked really hard for this collection, and now I'm setting up shop to try to, to add to it, and it's gone. And so there was absolute panic. Everybody running around the parking lot. They even got security involved. But the truth was, everybody knew it almost right away. With only 10, 20 people there, there just weren't a lot of rocks to lift up to look under. People even went out in the parking lot as cars were leaving and yelling, have you seen this kid's autograph book? (laughs) And the answer was no, it was gone. Oh, right. This is sad, man. I remember what it was like to be 11. When I was a kid at a playground, at an actual basketball court, I had a binder full of my Michael Jordan cards, my prized possessions, stolen from me. That actually happened. It's traumatic. It is traumatic. Oh, I'll tell you, like this heartbreak that was just shared in this compact little family unit, it was very sad to hear. Absolute devastation in the moment. And they were barely functional when they left the game that day. And so they got home and they tried to have dinner. And that's when his mom, Colleen, was just like, oh, we're we're not going to be able to move on from this easily. So, you know, she went to the place that solves most of the world's problems these days, Facebook. 
obviously. <laughs> and she posted this like really brokenhearted message. She just poured her heart out onto the computer screen. And it was around seven o'clock and she explained what happened, what her son had lost and what it would mean to get the, the book back. She was like, just return it. No questions asked. We won't judge you. Please <laughs> just, we just want the book back. So as she goes to bed, where does the Facebook post that she put up there go? So while they were sleeping, this thing skyrockets. It gets all sorts of attention from collectors. One guy, uh, a photographer named Ryan Moser in Cleveland, he made it his personal mission. I am going to tweet. I'm going to put this on Facebook, Instagram, you name it. This is my goal is to get this book back or at least try to help this kid somehow. And as it took off, it caught the attention of some people in the media. And it caught specifically a woman named Cynthia McLaughlin from uh, Sunkist News Network down there in Sarasota. She noticed it right as it was kind of taken off and she thought, oh, I'll keep an eye on this thing. And she went and got some groceries. And then when she checked back, she had seen like, oh, this is a thing. And so she ended up requesting an opportunity to go do a story on, on the whole situation. That ended up taking it to the, to the next level. He's a baseball card collector, and he is heartbroken to have lost his entire binder of signed cards. I met with Elijah and his family this evening to talk about their plan to find it. It was awful. Absolutely awful. We went from the highest high to, I mean, we were lost after the game. We didn't even know where to go. Do you have any suspects? Uh, like the people who were there. Yeah. yeah. And we were trying to hold it together for him, and it was, it was rough. In keeping with his shyness, Ryan, his natural introversion, it does feel like a media tour about his missing baseball cards. Th that may not have been something Elijah was dying to do. He was dreading it. He was dreading it to the point where he asked his mom, Mom, can I please not go to school the next day? I feel like kids are going to make fun of me. And so he stayed home the day after. Mm. And he had kind of gotten to the place where I think hope had been lost. I mean, he just thought uh, my beloved binder... It's gone, you know? But what he did not know is there was actually some magic that was happening and he had no idea what was coming his way. Cynthia, so she aired that piece and one critical element of this is it added a twist that she put the address, she put an address of the news station. If you want to help Elijah rebuild his card collection, here is an email address and then a physical address. No questions asked. Send the album back, and here's how you can do it. If you want to help Elijah rebuild his collection, you can mail a card to the address on your screen. Just write attention, Elijah Cards, 2046th Street, Sarasota, Florida, 34237. Because of that mailing address, all of these people sitting online, they now had an action point, a thing that they could do. And my goodness, they did it. All right, Ryan, after a short break, what all of these people independently decided to do and why. Shopping for Father's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift 
just in time for Father's Day. Whether you're shopping for your brother's first Father's Day or your Renaissance man grandpa, whose interests, of course, are all over the map, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and over. You can also sort by category, like cologne, watches, and more. Or gift lists for items like, I don't know, your grill master or golfer in your life. You can also get top tech, from Beats headphones to JBL portable speakers. Or if you're looking for top brands, you'll find gifts from Calvin Klein, Polo Ralph Lauren, and Columbia. So what are you waiting for? Father's Day is June 16th and we'll be here before you know it. Macy's offers the ultimate gift guide to making selecting something special for dad incredibly easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash today. That's Macy's.com slash Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom, Añejo Tequila came in with the smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, Ryan, this local news segment runs in Florida on television about Elijah's disappeared and beloved binder of baseball cards. What did his family think would happen? They thought maybe they would get a a couple of things in the mail. And maybe, maybe the binder itself would be returned. What actually happened is people started showing up at the station to pass along parts of their own collection and then the mail guy for Sunkist News Network must have been pretty frustrated that week because the amount of packages that absolutely poured in. We here at SNN share the story of a Venice boy who lost his baseball card collection in a spring training game. And then hundreds of people reached out following that and fellow card collectors dug deep in their own collections so that Elijah Blankenberg didn't lose his love for this hobby. Cynthia decided, I'm going to do a follow-up piece. And when she called the family, they said, oh, like, that's cool. And Cynthia said, you should know that when we do this, you're going to need to clear out your trunk because you're not even going to believe how much stuff that we ended up getting. This week, we brought him all of your generous donations that have poured in over the past few weeks. And the stories that came with them left Elijah and his father speechless. They ended up getting between 150 and 200 items. Sam. Yeah. So Elijah starts going through stuff. And the very first package he wanted to open was the biggest one. And it was from New York. It was this large rectangular box. And it was like Indiana Jones opening up the unknown tomb. Like he just he had no idea. And he was excited about this one. So he rips it open. Do you know who that is? Indiana. And it's autographed. Wow. There's a Peyton Manning autograph magazine cover, a hockey puck signed by Bobby Orr, and then a whole bunch of autographed baseballs. Nolan Ryan, Ozzie Smith, Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, a bunch of baseballs. Mm. And it was from this guy, Dr. Neil Berliner. He's a psychiatrist and comedy writer, lived in New York City, was very touched by Elijah's story. And so he sent all of this stuff. So he goes through these packages and it's one after the other autographed cards autographed baseballs and then beautiful notes from people that just said i was touched by you 
here's a baseball that I got when I was a kid. It meant a lot to me. I would like you to have it. But I will say as, as amazing as everybody in the room felt, as like hopeful and optimistic and amazing as it was in that room, there was an undercurrent the entire time of like, maybe this next package will be my binder. Maybe it will be the thing that I got myself the entire time. And then toward the very end, the entire room hushed because he opened up this package and what they found inside was just an incredible story. And it was a story of a man named Steve Samples. And when he was 11 years old, 1968, Steve Samples, had uh, he was a beach guy. So he went down to the beach with his dad. And while he was swimming, just out of nowhere, there was this 10 to 15 second burst that changed his life forever. This pack of sharks swarmed him, bit him. They dragged him out of the water. They scared the sharks off and he went immediately to the hospital and Steve Samples' body was completely destroyed. The doctor stopped counting at 2,000 stitches. Mm. This story took off, you know, in 1968 terms, it went, it went viral in newspapers and newscasts uh, across the country. And so a couple weeks later, Steve Samples is at home, still healing up, and a package arrives, and it is an autographed baseball from the 1968 Yankees. That team had Mickey Mantle, Mel Stoudemire, a lot of very well-known people. And it had a yearbook, and it had a letter, and it just this amazing outpouring in 1968 for this kid who needed it. He needed that ball. And it was this piece of, just a treasured item of his as he healed up then, and then for the rest of his life from 1968 through 2022, he had this baseball through good times and bad. He saw the story about Elijah and he thought he'd been waiting his whole life. Who do I give this baseball to? I'm up there in years now. Who do I give this to? And the answer was Elijah Blankenberg. He sent that ball and he sent a heartfelt letter to Elijah. And it's one of the last things they opened up on camera. I was snorkeling off of a palm beach in the when I, I was attacked by a 10-foot bullshit. I was 10 years old and I was just about 10, 11. The shark bit me on both legs, my back, my butt. The Mickey Mantle ball, uh, the 68 Yankee signing it, the story that goes with it. I mean, that probably meant more to him for the past however many years than anything he's ever owned. And to pass that on to my son, it's special. And it was just the absolute perfect ending to Cynthia's story. And it was absolutely something that Elijah now values as, as much as anything else in his entire house. I still, though, have a question Ryan, despite how amazing and how heartwarming that is, which is, like, does he get the binder that he himself lost back? So they open up the 100 packages. Everybody's exhausted and taps out. Like, we're done unboxing. And what that meant was Elijah took 75 to 100 packages back home. And the goal was, we'll open these up in the morning. We're all tired. But the idea that maybe the binder was in there, maybe maybe the, that LeMahieu card is in here. He couldn't take it. So he, they opened up the rest of the packages. They were up half the night opening everything up. And it was one amazing thing after another, one after the other, incredible acts of kindness from people. But at the end of it, the last package, they realized the binder is not in here. And 
he did not end up getting it back at all ever since. But one of the things that the, the reason that you're going to like the end of this story <laughs> more than you thought is because one of the things that happens, and it probably happens to you, Pablo, sometimes is that during the course of this, the mom, Colleen, ha- had a lot of people who were just like, you know, I, I know LeBron James. Like his cousin's mom used to be a principal at the school that Bronny goes to. Of course. I- I'm going to reach out. And, you know, you politely nod your head like, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. And Colleen did that. A woman from Georgia had reached out and said like, oh, I, you know, I, my in-laws are married. You know, she married into DJ LeMayhew. And so I'll reach out and blah, blah, blah. And, and Colleen nodded it long and just said, hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Well, the woman who said that in Georgia was legit because a couple weeks later, Elijah came home, got home from school. His mom said, hey, I got a package for you. And it had a Georgia return address and a tremendous amount of tape. And so it felt a little bit like, is this the Holy Grail? There's something in here. There's a lot of tape. Elijah took him a while, but he methodically worked his way through ripping this thing open and he needed scissors. And it had a note inside and it just said, I hope this gets you going again. And along with the note, Elijah pulled out a DJ LeMayhew card and a signed baseball. And it just said, to Elijah, DJ LeMayhew, number 26. Elijah fell apart in his kitchen. He looked at his mom and, oh my God, is this, is this for real? Elijah said to me, I couldn't believe it. I feel like one bad thing happened, but then a lot of good things happened since then. What's your heart feel like? Like that one bad thing happened and now a lot of good things have happened. That is a great quote to summarize what is a pretty beautiful story. Ryan Hawkinsmith, thank you for telling us this story. Thank you so much for having me, Pablo. I really appreciate it. I'm Pablo Torre. This has been ESPN Daily, and our show is produced by Bradford Craig, Alexander Hyacinth, Mike Johns, Ryan Nantel, Mike Philbrick, Andy Tennant, Eve Tro, Chris Tuminello, and Aaron Vale. Special thanks this week to Andre Soto, Ty Reeves, Jalen Harris, and Jackson Agelo. I'll talk to you Monday. <laughs>